Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello again and welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. I've been thinking about teamwork and what it takes to manage people. I've stepped into a brand new role myself as a team lead. And so here are the four tips or the four key things that are really important to be, I guess, a better team manager, a better leader, someone that works well and has a team working as a team. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is understanding that your team is made up of people. And I know this might sound like one of those, yeah, 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 I know it things, but I think my experience is, and especially in the world of project management, when I was crazy busy with you know managing the scope and, and budget and the resources full stop, that I forgot that the people on the team have emotions, they experience feelings, and I think even more than anything else, they have a life outside of work. And there are times when that outside work life imposes on their ability to come to work, be focused, and do the job that I'm asking them to do. Uh, what about you? I mean, do you experience this yourself? I mean, you are, probably have a family, you have a partner, you have a broader family that imposes on your ability to remain 100% focused on your work. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. What I'm saying is that we need to realize that this is the way that life is and support our team members and understand that some days they might seem off and not with us, not focused. Well, it might not be anything to do with you or the project. It might be something completely outside of the work environment. And if you're aware of that, you can approach people in a different way and provide support in a different way that then means that it may return their focus. They may be able to, as an example, give them a half an hour to go and do something and complete something for home or for the family. And in doing that, they're then able to come back and focus 100% on what it is that you want. I think oftentimes we believe that giving people time away from work or time to do things outside of you know our busy, what we need them to do, takes away from what we want. And yet the opposite is actually true. The more that we support them to do those other things, as I said, the, the more that they're able to focus on the things that we want them to be working on. And so just think about that next time. Is there someone that could do with an extra half an hour at lunch to go and do something for their family, for life outside of work, that means that when they come back, they're going to be 100% focused on what it is that you want them to be focused on. Now, the second thing is that people on your team have strengths and weaknesses. We expect them to be perfect, to do things right, to know everything all of the time. Because when we're under pressure, the expectation is that we will deliver and 
we often think that the delivery is just going to happen magically without the realising that at times the people that we have on our team might have weaknesses and those weaknesses might fall in areas where we have an expectation that something will be done, that they will have that knowledge, that they will know how to do something, that they will know how to ask for something. And that's not always the case. And the best thing that I have done in terms of working with a team is to get to know each and every individual on my team. Now, I understand that's hard if you're working on a very large team, but on a smaller team, it's easy to do that. Be the person that goes and talks to the team members. And I don't just mean about the project. Get to know who they are as a person. Because in that way, you will be able to gain insight and knowledge into what they're good at or what they're great at and how their greatness can help your team. You will also begin to understand where their weaknesses are. And then rather than depending on them and finding that they can't deliver, you can have the opportunity to perhaps have someone else on the team step up and do that particular thing or then you understand that what you need to do is go looking for additional or outside resources and support to help you in that particular space with a particular task. You don't know what people are capable of until you talk to them. As an example, I have so many different skill sets. I'm a trained and qualified library technician. And for some people that might mean nothing. And yet it means that I understand all about research. So if you need something researched or information found, I'm the person that can help you because that's a strength that I have. Now, would you have known that when I talked to you about project management? No, because it's not something that you would normally want to know about. You just have an expectation sometimes that you want someone to perform that particular task and if you don't know that I have that strength and ability in my toolkit, my skill in my toolkit, how do you know that I, I'm there, that I'm able to provide that for you if that's what you need? Or that if you've given that task to someone else that doesn't have that skill set, then my skills are going to waste and you're not going to get your expectations met. So get to know the people on your team as people. Understand their strengths. Build those strengths. Work with their weaknesses. And at times, go and find people or other resources to fill the gaps that relate to that particular team member's weakness. It's not about saying, oh, they're weak and I need to set them aside. It is about ensuring that you are not expecting someone to do something that they don't have the skill set or the ability to do. And the only way you're going to find that out is by getting to know the person. The third tip or thing that makes a difference in terms of your ability to be a really good leader and manager is open communication. When you communicate openly with people, it builds trust. I have a team member on my team, someone that performs a key role at times within the team that I am now leading. And she says to me, she said to me a number of times, you're, you're great 
because you communicate openly so I don't ever have any worries that you're doing the doing something that I don't know about or if you've taken over for doing something then that's okay because you're going to tell me about it and that in itself builds trust that's what you want you want the people to trust that you know what you're doing and you're making the best decisions as that team lead as the project manager as the person leading this team into this outcome of successful project delivery and the way to do that is to tell them tell them what's going on tell them where you've got problems tell them the things that are coming up and the issues that are arising because Again, you don't know what their skill set is. You don't know who they know. You don't know about their connections, about their network. You don't know about where they might have worked previously, what they might have done, the things they might have had experiences in, or the people they know that have had experiences with certain things. The best way to gain an outcome a lot of the time is to put it out on the table. Here's what I need. Can anybody help me? But the open communication is the thing that builds trust. It builds a sense of connection with those in your team. And that is what's going to deliver you the outcome of your project. And that leads me to the last point, which is inclusion. Inclusion means team. Together, everyone achieves more. We often leave people out, leave teams out, leave groups out. We often think that we have to go it alone as the project manager, that it's our responsibility. And from my experience, that's not the case. The more I've included the team, the more I've engaged with the team, the more I've brought the team along on the journey, the better outcome I've received in terms of project delivery. Because the more they understand as a group what it is that we, notice I said we, as a team, there's no I in team, sure, I might be the leader and I can't deliver the project without the team. And so bringing them along and including them and explaining, exploring, you know, all of the things that you can do to bring that group together and have them performing at their best is the best thing for you as a project manager because guess what? You will successfully deliver. Without the team brought along on the journey, without including the team on the journey, you won't succeed. It's that simple. You will fail each and every time. And I'm going to say that a lot of the projects that I have read about, that I've seen, that I've observed in the roles that I've had, a lot of the projects that have failed, it's all come down to poor communication, a lack of connection, a lack of inclusion, a lack of involvement, whatever you want to call it. But it's happened because of this people management failure. So don't fail at your projects. Bring the people on your team and if need be, your broader stakeholder group. I'm not excluding those people but bring the people along with you and create that sense of total inclusion as a team. That way you can only, only succeed and bring your project to successful, a successful outcome in terms of delivery, in terms of great resource management, in terms of budget management, 
and in terms of scope inclusion. So do it and you will find that everything that you want will be delivered for you. All right, that's it for this week's episode of Project Management Insight. Remember to go back and listen to some of the other episodes. There's now 100, over 150. This is 151. So there's lots of different uh, great advice or pieces of wisdom in these insights that have been published over the last few years. There's been some great uh, people that I've had, experts that have come and talked to me about their particular knowledge or skill set that, and they've shared. So listen to some of those uh, sessions where there's been um, a guest I've had a guest on the on the podcast but above all enjoy the work that you're doing at the moment and I hope that you're staying safe during this time of this COVID-19 virus and I will talk to you next week for another episode of Project Management Insights. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.